Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop Podcast. Hope you're all having a great day. So today we're going to be talking about Among the Beasts and Briars by Ashley Poston. And I have to say, oh, I was pleasantly surprised by this book. I've read a lot of books this year that have been somewhat disappointing, especially a lot of high expectation reads. So this is one of those books that was a high expectation and it didn't disappoint me at all. Thank goodness for that. I absolutely loved the progression of this story, let me just say. I think this opening page that just tells the history, it's like a folk tale and it's written sort of in a way that reminds me of a fairy tale and I'm, I want to talk a little bit more about that in a second. But it goes from being the story to then being this fairy tale and then you know it tells the story of you know the crown of Aliora um, the land in this book and it follows that with the next page with just the line saying it's a lie that is so impactful to me as a reader I thought it was really engaging I was immediately intrigued by it and my mother is always telling me uh, you know, a good writer says more with less. And she's not wrong. I learned that as well um, when I was in college, studying to, you know, be a writer and a, a, a thought-out reader. You know, I went to Emerson College for writing, literature, and publishing. And I do think that my education there really did help me a lot, not just as a reader. I mean, not just as a writer, but as a reader as well, because I see things clear in a way um which is why I always make the comment like how can genre fiction not be real fiction which is what some of my creative writer teachers would say but I'm getting I'm going off on a tangent here I apologize um but I thought it was uh, sorry I had to drink my coffee I thought it was really well thought out that she just says this one line on the next page and I thought it was so engaging I thought oh my god I need to know more I need to know more and that's a sign of a good writer if you're intrigued by such a little detail the writer has done their job you know Poston did an incredible job keeping the reader's attention in this story because she doesn't just give the reader all the history all at once you know she layers it she builds to it she makes sure that what she's talking about is important to the story that it fits the context the context of the story and if it doesn't fit the context of the story then she's taking away from the pace but she doesn't she ensures that everything she's talking about you know the history of Ceres how Ceres got her magic the dark woods the magical city of Vorin the Darkwood. She made sure that she builds to it. She makes sure that it doesn't da- doesn't hamper the pacing because this is a story I read in a day. I couldn't put it down. I started reading it at like 1 a.m. I had to put it down because I had to go to sleep because I did have work the next day. But thankfully, it was a very slow day at work, so I read it on the car ride to work. I read it at work and I finished it midway into my shift I'm like this was a good book that was my immediately that is what I immediately thought I'm like this is a good book so 
I was so happy to finally read a book that did not disappoint me. Um, in any case, you know, that's how I, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. You know, I really did think it was engaging. Um, as for, you know, the story itself, you know, I do think it was a well thought out story. I do think it was engaging as well. I, like I said, the pacing is incredible. And what immediately, you know, like I said, I, I want to talk about fairy tales for a second. My addiction to fairy tales is probably what drew me to this novel in the first place because you see the title Among the Beasts and Briars, you look at this cover, it's very minimalist but magical at the same time. It was reminiscent of a fairy tale for me. It reminded me of, I immediately thought, you know, Among the Beasts and Briars, I immediately thought Beauty and the Beast and Sleeping Beauty. Uh, so I thought, okay, there's going to be enchantments, there's going to be magic. Uh, and I was not disappointed by that at all. There is enchantments, there's magic, there's curses, because that's what Ceres has to do in the story. At her friend's coronation, you know, because she is the daughter of the royal gardener, so her best friend is the princess, you know, all hell breaks loose. The dark woods start invading, they want the crown, and she escapes the malevolent, the malevolent, um, bone creatures that have pretty much cursed everyone she knows. She escapes with the crown that they want, the fox that follows her around into the dark woods, hoping to look for the creator of the crown and the magic city of Warren to help her save her people. But what she uncovers is she has the power to do it herself but it takes her some time to really connect to that and I really do think that that's impactful for the reader because a lot of us think one voice doesn't make a difference and her voice does make a difference she's one person but she can change everything yes she and she says this quite often she's like I'm just a royal gardener what can I do and everyone's just like, what do you mean, what can you do? Do you see what magic you have? You can do incredible things. And she's like, I'm just a gardener. But by the end, she's like, I can do this. And I like her progression. I like her growth. And I like how it connects to me as a reader. Because there are times where I'm just like, well, no one's going to listen to my podcast. So why should I do it anyway? Or times where I'm just like, no one's going to go on my blog. You know, I'm just one person. I can't make a difference. But this novel reminds me that I can make a difference, you know? My voice matters, and I love that that message is translated to the reader through this story. I think it's very important that we as people don't forget that our voices can carry, that our voices mean something, that no one can shut us up, you know? I think that that's important that we find our inner strength just like Saris finds her inner strength to overcome any darkness in our lives. I do think that that is incredible and I do think it is thought out, well thought out and I do think it is impactful for the reader. Now as for Fox, oh my god I love Fox, I love him so much and this is why I love him so much because he makes such bad puns on purpose. I love it. It's great. There's just, I think, a whole paragraph, uh, no, a whole page of dialogue between him and Saris. And I guess he's trying to lighten the mood, if I remember correctly. And he's just trying to make pun after pun after pun. 
and she's just like you're ridiculous I love their dynamic and I love how he makes such amazing puns but you know what I also love his characterization I love how he is exactly how I would imagine a fox turned human would be and I think Poston did an incredible job with her characterization I think she did a magical job creating these characters making them strong characters you know giving them a really strong foundation in the story is crucial yes but we have to also be invested in the characters and I do think she invests a lot of personality with the characters you know she gives them a lot of depth she gives them a lot of um context and I do think that is well thought out I do think it is a thoughtful way to tell the story ultimately one second I need to drink some coffee Ah, nothing like a good cup of coffee. Anyway, I think that it says a lot about where the story is going. It says a lot about the direction of the story and how magical it is. And I do think it is an enchanting and magical story. I really do love it, ultimately. You know, it has incredible pacing that never falters from beginning to end it builds up and just keeps that high momentum keeping up that tension and enchanting magic to keep the reader engaged i mean like i said i read it in a day i didn't want to put it down um and i didn't put it down i took it everywhere with me and i read it and i finished it halfway into my shift at work i was just like i need to read this i need to read this that was me so Ultimately, I'm going to say it's an, it's an incredible novel. I'm going to go ahead and give it five stars. Initially, when I first wrote my review, I gave it uh, four stars because I liked it. But the more I sit here talking about it, the more I realize, yeah, I really love this book. You know, it really did capture my attention. And it makes me want to read more of Poston's work. You know, I, I want to read more of her stuff now. I know she has other books out there. Uh... I've seen them at bookstores, but they're more, they seem more contemporary fiction to me. And that's not really, that's not what I'm immediately drawn to, but fantasy such as this one, I, I'm immediately drawn to it. So now I want to give all her other books um, a try because I do like contemporary fiction, don't get me wrong. So if she's as good a writer with this book, you know, I'm already impressed with her and I want to read more of her stuff. So this was Among the Beasts and Briars by Ashley Poston. I'm going to go ahead and give it five stars. You can go ahead and purchase this book off of bookshop.org. And if money's too tight, please check it out from your local library. It's definitely an action-packed adventure, fantastical and enchanting read that I think anyone will enjoy. Um, on that note, I hope you will continue to support this podcast by liking the podcast and subscribing to it and sharing it with all your book loving friends. I hope you have a great rest of your day and as always, happy reading. Mm -hmm.